Welcome to Tip Talks, a not-so-average Gen Z perspective on all things life. Every week, we sit and have conversations about any and all things that happen during life seasons. I'm your host, Lexi, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about 18 things that I learned at 18 years old. But before we get into that, roll the theme song. Welcome back to the podcast. So it's been a minute, I feel like, since I just really sat down and talked with you guys on the podcast. It has been a really busy last couple of weeks. Um, I started my new job, my summer internship, which has been going so well, so much fun. I really love it. And I've gone on a couple little weekend cabin trips with my friends and my family. And it's so hard to believe that it's already June. Like the summer is definitely going by at a quicker pace than I would like. But I will say that it's not going by as fast as I feel like it usually does. But that said, because it's been so busy, I don't feel like I've done that many episodes lately where I'm really just sitting down, talking, reflecting, and having a conversation with you guys. And that's really what I wanted to do for today's episode. So fun fact, um, this upcoming week on Thursday, June 17th, is actually my birthday. And I'm going to be 19 years old, which is absolutely crazy to me. That means it's going to be my last year of me being a teenager. Couldn't tell you how that happened or where the time went, but something that I thought would be cool to do, I've seen these type of uh, YouTube videos before from a couple different smaller YouTubers that I really like to watch, kind of just taking time to give advice, I guess, but also stopping and reflecting and they usually do it around their birthday. And so I thought that that could be a cool episode to do just because I feel like over the course of my life, obviously, I've learned a lot of different things, but I feel like with this last year in particular, there's a lot of things that I've learned. That said, this is 18 things that I learned at 18. One, you don't have to be everything to everyone. Find your lane and your people and stay within that. I think that as someone who is an extrovert and loves to be around people and loves people and loves helping people, which is probably my Enneagram 2 coming out like we talked about last week, I think that I want to try and be as much as I be there for people as much as I can and be so many things to so many people. Whether you're creative or not, when you make something, you want people to love it and you want as many people to love it as they can and you want it to be shared with as many people as it can be. I think especially as a creative, it's important to understand and realize that everybody isn't going to like everything that you create. And that's okay because what I've come to realize is I would much rather make something with a lot of intention and quality and and have just a handful of people really know it and understand it and love it than make something that's super broad and generic just so that it can reach a lot of people. Two, you can't be your greatest self if you're constantly trying to be like everyone else. I'm not sure if I've talked about this on the podcast or not before, but comparison is definitely something that I have struggled with, especially being a Gen Z and in this age of social media and everyone just posting a lot, but posting the highlights and the good moments of their life and you know just realizing like I feel like there's a really big trend going on right now especially within TikTok of social media isn't real just seeing that those things aren't actually reality and so one side of comparison is you really are comparing me again comparing myself to something that doesn't even exist that was 
computer generated and photoshopped and filtered and it doesn't even make sense to compare myself to something that isn't even real. But the other side of that I think too that is more so more so was my struggle was comparing myself to the people around me in a lot of different areas and aspects of my life just pinning myself against them and being like well constantly trying to find ways that I could mold myself into the a version of these people that I was around and that I looked up to and I finally just stopped and realized like I'm never going to be able to reach my full purpose and I'm never going to be happy and satisfied with myself if I'm not really being me and I'm never going to be able to be someone else because I can be the best version of myself but I'm only going to be able to be a second tier version of someone else three you haven't met everyone who's going to love you yet this is a quote actually that I saw somewhere on one of my social medias I don't remember who said it or where but I saw that and it really resonated with me especially because I feel like within this last year and a half I have met so many amazing people and developed so many beautiful, genuine, incredible relationships that I didn't have before. And I think that growing up, I can say for me that I always really wanted these picture-perfect, picturesque, Disney Channel-type friendships where we were always together and always at each other's houses and everything was sunshine and rainbows. And, you know, life doesn't always work like that and friendship doesn't always work like that. But I think realizing that that God puts the people that you need in your life exactly when you need them. Just knowing that there's so many more people that you're going to meet throughout your life, especially for me. I'm only almost <laughs> almost 19. There's so much I haven't done and so many people I haven't met. And so just knowing like this isn't all that there is to life. That said, I love and adore the people that are in my life right now. And I'm so genuinely grateful and thankful for them. Four. It is so important to romanticize your own life. Now, funny enough, I actually have an episode with one of my friends around this topic coming out pretty soon, so I'm not going to spend too much time on this. But essentially, I think that you only have one life, and that's something that you hear a lot. But this is your life. You only get one of them. And so why would you not want to live it to the fullest? And why would you not want to make it the absolute best that it can be? Taking the life you've always wanted and always imagined, the life that you've always pictured and seen and things and aspects about life that you always loved and admired and finding ways that you can implement that into your own life, I think is the main point that I'm trying to make. Five, speak up about your feelings and realize that your opinion is important. This is a lesson that someone should have beat into me the day I was born because I am someone who is very emotional, very passionate, but for whatever reason, when it comes to my own emotions and feelings, I end up not speaking up about them. And I don't think that that comes from a place of fear. I think that that comes from a place of me having the ability to read emotions and feelings and kind of sense what people need. But I also didn't realize that everybody doesn't have that sense. And also, no one knows you like you know you, so they're not going to unknow and just assume what you're feeling. I had to learn that I shouldn't assume that people know what's going on in my head and that people know what I'm feeling, and so I need to speak up and say things. Just really just putting myself out there and realizing, like, hey, like, I'm a person, I'm valuable, and what I have to say is important. And so I think that that 
has happened to me a lot of different times this year, and it's actually led to some really great, deep, and important conversations that I need to have. And, you know, it even led to me reconciling with people that I hadn't talked to in years, um, or even just, like, restoring relationships that have been, like, that needed to be mended for a really long time. And that's something that I wouldn't have expected to happen, but I think even just being like, hey, I miss you, hey, I'm thinking of you, hey, let's talk, I want to talk about this, or even just expressing my feelings. So many good conversations have come from that recently. And so, yeah, I think that that's, um, that's something that's important to do. Six, don't force yourself to fit in boxes that were created by small-minded people. This is a lesson that I have actually been having a lot of conversations about recently. I feel like one of the main reasons that I think this happens to a lot of people has to do with college in the sense that when you're a kid, I feel like it's completely acceptable by society to have so many interests, so many different things you're interested in and that you want to do. Even, I feel like, kind of in high school, you know, you can run track and be on the debate team and, you know, be interested in science. Like, you might be really tired, but you can do all of that stuff. And, but I feel like, once you get to college, you're expected to kind of just pick one thing that you're interested in, pick one thing that you love and that you, or not even that you love, but just pick one label, one box that you want to step in and stay in that box. Now, granted, there's a lot of people, whether it's like students, faculty, professors, but I have noticed a tendency that people feel like they have to just pick one thing and then drop everything else. So, you know, like if you're really interested in art, you might be like, well, there's not enough money in art, so I'm going to be a business major so I can make sure that I have enough money to pay rent. Or just thinking along those lines. And I think that I got to a point where, not even just for college, but just in general, that I was like, well, I have so many different interests. Like, I love to read, but I love to write, and I love to take pictures, and I love videography, but I really like communicating, and marketing really interests me, and just having so many different interests and things that I wanted to pursue and I was like well that's not allowed like I need to just pick one I think just realizing like I don't have to put myself in a box and I don't have to just say oh I'm just a singer I'm just a musician I'm just a content creator I'm just a creative I'm never just anything and so I think I got to a point now where I'm like I refuse to just put myself in a box so I am who I am these are the things that I love these are the things that I'm interested in and yeah I might not always know how they're all going to fit together, but I know that they make up me and who I am. Seven, it is so important to know and understand your own value. If you don't value yourself, no one else is going to value you, and people will only treat you how you allow them to. So if you value yourself and you look at yourself like you are this amazing, wonderful, beautiful creation, not that you're cocky and you walk around like, you know, you know you're the stuff, but I think just recognizing that you are a person and that you carry a lot and just you know what you bring to a table, that's so important because if you don't know, no one else is going to know and then people will treat you any type of way. And people are crazy, so you don't want people to just treat you any type of way. And so I think that recognizing, learning, and understanding who you are and the value that you bring to life into a room and a situation and hey this is who I am and this is what I bring to the table that's such an important thing to know eight everything isn't that deep this applies to my life in so many ways whether it's emotions relationships situations things I'm worrying about 
literally anything under the sun. To quote one of my very good friends, Sarah Westcott, life is just life. And that's such a true statement. Like, yeah, life is important, it's valuable, it's beautiful, but it's not something that you should be making yourself sick over, especially when you can know and trust and believe that God has a plan for you and that you're not figuring out everything on your own. Nine, try things. If you love it, great. If you don't, great. I think that I have noticed a pattern in my own head that I would not allow myself to do things unless I thought that I was going to be incredible at them. Just try stuff. And it doesn't have to be this life-altering decision. Like, if I decide one day that I really like videography, it doesn't mean that I have to drop everything and make that my whole career. I can shoot some stuff on my phone, borrow a friend's camera, get my own camera, and I can try it for a while. And if I love it and it's something that I want to pursue, awesome. I can keep learning about it and doing it. If it's not, then just stop. Just try stuff. Literally the worst thing that can happen is that you don't like it. 10. Take the time to slow down. There are so many times that I feel like I was rushing and I was rushing to nowhere because we live, especially in America, we live in such a fast-paced society where everything needs to be instant. But I think when you do that and when you move at that pace, you miss so many of the little things in life. And I think you also just stress yourself out always trying to do the most and get to wherever you're trying to get to. So I think really just taking the time to stop, breathe, slow down, reflect, you know, I think that it'll, if you try it even for just a little while, even if you take a couple minutes a day, even if it's just five minutes and you just stop and sit and breathe and really just reflect on your thoughts, I promise you after those five minutes, you're going to feel so good. And it's really, you know, just, I think it's just taking the time to be intentional with yourself and just pause and look around. 11. Take the time to reflect. Now this kind of goes along with my last point, but it's a little different too. I think that life is made up of so many moments, but because it's made up of all these moments, it's really easy to forget things. So I think just taking the time, whether it's stopping to journal or stopping to look through pictures or even just like sitting and praying and reflecting, but just taking some type of initiative to think and process and look at your life. 12. You're never going to miss the things that are for you. There's a verse in the Bible. I can't remember right now exactly where it is, but it essentially just says that your steps are ordered by God. And I think if that's something you believe and, you know, you say that, you know, Jesus is your Lord and that you have your faith and all of that stuff and you really believe that, there isn't really a reason that you need to be worried. And I think that FOMO is something, which if you don't know what that is, essentially the fear of missing out. I think that that is a big thing in our culture. And I think that that's a big thing among the gen, among Gen Z, that you don't want to miss anything and you want to be present for each and every single moment. But when you, I thought about it, to be honest, I was like, wait, if my steps are ordered and I end up not going to something or missing something, then it probably wasn't something that I needed to be at in the first place. And when I stopped and thought about my life and things that I either hadn't gone to or missed out on or whatever, there was never a thing or a moment that I missed something that was really important or something that I needed to be at or something that was, like, life-altering. 
And I think just stopping and realizing that, it takes so much pressure off of life and it makes you worry a lot less. 13. No one is going to know you like you know yourself. I think the reasoning behind this lesson is I put too much on my friends, I feel like, in the past where I was like, well, they should know when I'm upset, they should know when I'm hurt, they should know what I need without me having to speak up. And, you know, I talked about that a little bit before. But I think also knowing that you are your own best friend and that's something people say and you can say it's cheesy or whatever, but it's true because nobody knows and understands the little quirks and nuances and things that you do and say and you know nobody knows that like you do and you are the person that's always going to be with yourself and so I think taking the time to really understand you and get to know you it'll be so I think you'll just really see yourself and you'll see the world in such a different way because you won't be like oh I'm just this person like floating through life or I'm just a soul and a body and hair and nails and all this stuff but I think you'll truly look at yourself I know I have and been like okay I'm Lexi I know who Lexi is I know what Lexi needs I know all this different stuff about myself and I think it just makes you see yourself and the world in a really different way 14 nothing in life is one size fits all this relates to clothes definitely but I think this also relates to almost anything really I don't think there's anything that's gonna fit every single person on this planet in the exact same way. You know, I think about the way that I listen to a song isn't the way that one of my friends will listen to a song, or the way that someone looks at life isn't the same way that I look at life. Nothing in life is universal. I think that when you stop trying to make the things that you do that are different the same, or vice versa with other people, how you try to make them more like you, or you try to be more like them, I think when you stop and really be like, hey, we're all different, and that's okay. Like, nothing is gonna, nothing's gonna be the same for everyone. 15. Don't use your energy trying to prove your worth to someone who can't already see it. This goes back to knowing yourself and knowing your value. And when you know your own value, you're not gonna let someone treat you any type of way. And if you're around someone, whether it's a friend, a partner, a family member, whoever it is, you should never have to beg someone for their attention and for their time and for their love. That's never something that you should have to do in a relationship. Now, obviously, with trust, that's something that's earned. But you should never be in a position where you feel like you're bribing or begging someone to spend time with you or give you attention or listen to the things that you have to say. And I think that you have to know and understand your value and be like, hey, I'm worth more than this. I'm worth more than having to feel like I have to trick you into hanging out with me or I'm worth more than having to drop everything just so I can have five minutes of your time. When you know your worth and you know who you are, you don't have to spend all of your time and your energy proving it. 16. You are uniquely designed and intricately created. I think when you really stop to think about God and you really stop to think about who you are and how you were created and who made you, I feel like it just gives you the biggest confidence boost ever. Like, you just feel so good and on top of the world and realizing, like, every single thing about you was created and designed with purpose and with intention. Like, God didn't just wake up one day and be like, all right, put this here, this here, boom, she's done, she's created, boom, put this here, he's done. You know, he took the time for me to be like, okay, Lexi's going to laugh this way because of this, and Lexi's going to see the world this way because it'll help other people do this, or Lexi's going to be able to hear certain things in music that other people can't hear, or Lexi's going to be black because 
she can handle it. You know what I mean? Just whatever the case may be, I think just really stopping and realizing that you were created with intention and that you're not an accident and you're not a mistake and that there's so many things about you that are beautiful and that were put there with intention and with purpose. 17. You shouldn't feel loved only on your birthday. This is actually a lesson that my brother taught me in a conversation that we were having and I remember sitting in his room and I remember asking him if he was excited about his birthday and keep in mind most of the people in my family nobody gets excited about their birthday like how I get excited about my birthday and that's fine I can live with that but I remember just asking him like oh are you excited or blah 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 and he was like well yeah I'm excited but it's not anything crazy like you know it's a lot of the stuff is the same as another day and I was like what like what do you mean by that and he was like well you know I feel like birthdays are associated a lot with, like, you know, people posting you and being nice to you and whatever, but, like, if you have real ones around you, that's not just going to happen on your birthday. And that really resonated with me, and I was like, yo, like, that's crazy. Sometimes my siblings are really smart. I thought about that, and I was like, man, that's so true. I feel like a really Gen Z thing is, like, on your birthday, people are so nice to you and so generous, and they're telling you the things they love about you, and they're posting cute pictures and all this stuff, and I was kind of like, wait, that is kind of whack that if you feel like that's only happening on your birthday and you're only feeling loved once a year, that's horrible. Like, what? That's just not real friendships and that's not something that needs to happen. And so I think I've taken that into account in my own life with not only doing that for the people around me and making sure that I'm not only showing my friends and my people love on their birthday, but I think also now I I didn't have to ask for it, but just realizing like, man, like I have people around me now where it's not just on my birthday that they tell me things they love about me or that they appreciate me. And not in the sense of like, I need everyone to sit around and gas me all the time. But I think just like, you know, when you have people that are real and loving and confident and secure, they can tell you those things because it's not, for one, they love you and they want you to know that. And for two, you know, it takes a secure person to be able to build up somebody else. So take that as you will, but 18. God's timing is always, always, always the best timing. This is something that God has been teaching me so much this year, especially I would say in these last couple of months. Lately, there have been so many just, I don't even know how to explain it. There would have to be probably a whole nother podcast episode related to the things that God has done in my life in these last couple months. But There have been so many people that I wanted to reconnect with, people that I didn't even know that I needed, conversations that I've always wanted to have, opportunities that I wasn't even looking for that were just presented to me. Just so many things that happened that happened at the exact perfect time that they needed to. And, you know, God's probably like, one day you'll remember the things that I tell you because I've been saying this forever. But it's so true. I think that this is something that people say that I've at least heard people say a lot of times when they're in more of a valley season. Just be like, oh, you know, you know, yeah, I'm down right now, but you got to trust God and God's timing is the best timing and blah, blah, blah. But I think it's important to acknowledge that and realize that not only in the bad moments, but in the good too. Like, hey, like God put this in my life for this time because of this reason or that reason. And like I said, maybe I feel like that's something I'm passionate about. So maybe it is an episode that I'll do soon. But um, yeah, just... It's crazy. It's never going to stop blowing my mind. But yeah, God's timing truly is better than anything you could create yourself. So 
that is 18 things that I learned at 18. And the next time that you guys hear from me, I'm going to be 19 years old, which is wild. But yeah, that said, I hope that you guys were able to get something from that. And I hope that you, even if it was just one of the things that I said, I hope that something resonated with you and that you were able to learn something and take something away from the many lessons that I've been learning lately and some of these, you know, that came from earlier on in life. But yeah, that said, that is it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed it, don't forget to come back next weekend for another episode. And if you want to interact all week long, don't forget that Tip Talks has social media and our handle everywhere is just Tip Talks. But yeah, guys, I hope that you enjoy this episode. Have a great rest of your weekend, and I will see you back here next weekend for another episode of Tip Talks. Ooh, 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 ooh.